0: Welcome to the Remnant Christian Center's podcast. We hope you are encouraged by this message. Get out of your seats and come with your tithing offerings and then get your Bible out for the Word of God this morning. And everyone said? And everyone said? Amen. I think Harvest, I think someone over there was raising their hands. Were you raising your hand, my brother? No, okay. All right. Sorry. Thank you, Tito. Let's give it up for the worship team, guys. Amen. <clears throat> How many are ready for the word of God this morning? I know you came to receive, and I got a fire in my spirit. Um, uh, I, I So, I've always said this, some of the most powerful messages are the ones that are probably popular. But I've, like what I'm about to preach today, I've actually never in my history of being a pastor, I've never preached on, on this subject, even though they wrote books about it. You know, I want to just encourage you that some things that seem familiar to you, here's a little foreshadow, we could cut off what's meant for us because we're too familiar with it. And even with people, when we become too familiar with people, we stop receiving from that person because we see them as a buddy and not as a boss or a leader or uh, someone that God has deposited in them, right? So the principle I'm going to s- speak today, I want to do this as a series. I think I'm going to do it as a series anyways. Because when I read scriptures, I, I, I take a couple weeks to dive into that scripture, and I see uh, uh, eskidit that scripture to principles. And so today I want to talk about a very famous, it was a book but it's only two verses dedicated to this person, and it's a call, I'm calling it the Jabez Principle. Now, now wait, wait, I know. How many of you ever read that book, the, 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 the Prayer of Jabez? How many of you ever read that book? Okay, so some of the old school people, right? Well, I, I didn't read that book. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't read that book. I just the last couple months I was praying for people and the word Jabez came in my spirit and I started praying Jabez, Jabez over like the prayer of Jabez in the Bible over people about expanding some territory. Now I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I want to give you an introduction. Okay. And then recently I've been asking the Lord for some things and I want you to hear me. Okay. Because we have to demystify some of the things that the Western world has called Uh, wrong and get back to biblical roots that that watch this it's okay to ask god to bless you we have lived in the western world for so long that has taught us that don't ask for a blessing ask for more of god well of course but in that mindset we have lost the ability to receive from god and ask things from god and uh, the the problem is that we have limited things to material but this is not what it happened. So I want you to to look at me, uh, look with me at 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 3. Now I'm doing this on co- on purpose. It's going to be boring for the first two minutes. Hear me, or maybe one minute if I read fast. Right. Now the first. Now I want you to give an intro. Like, uh, how many just love getting deep in the Word? Amen. I see my my friend Elliot back there. He loves getting deep in the Word. I love you, Elliot. <laughs> Calling him out. Love you. He's just a Bible man. There's some people. Bible. Well, I just love the Word. Amen. Don't you? So, be, to explain context, everybody say context. I'm going to read to you the first uh, three, three, verse three through eight. And tell you that the first nine chapters of the book of First Chronicles, I please say this with reverence, it's probably the most boring read you could ever read. It's, it's like more boring than Leviticus in the name of Jesus. know I me. Mean, I mean, because all the, the writer the historian did in First Chronicles, all the way to chapter nine. hear me now, so i 'm getting you an intro so you can see the significance of what I 'm about to read. And the writer was instructed by the Lord, just document the names and families of all the people of Israel that were faithful to the Lord. So the whole chapter, could you imagine, nine chapters of modernizing. And Sammy begot this, and Ephraim and, uh, begot uh, Ubalu, and Ubalu begot Jacob, and J- all that for nine chapters. And I want you to see that in the middle of the book, of just orderly chronicalizing it, the writer must have said, as if to pause in mid-sentence and said, you've got to listen about this guy. And then he goes back to this boring uh, analyze. Now, now, I want you to see, see this so you can get the significance of it. First Chronicles 4, 3 through 6, these, now, now watch, this is going to be hard to read, <laughs> okay, uh, how many of you spend time in this verse right here? Ready? These were the sons of the father of Itam, Jezreel, Ishma, and Edbasha. And the name of their sister was Hazalel Poni. Oh, help me, Lord. And Penuel was the father of Gedor. And Ezra was the father of Husha. These were the sons of her, The firstborn of Ephrathath, the father of Bethlehem. Do you see the order here? You see the order? No, I, I'm just going to, I'm doing this on purpose, so you understand, okay? A couple verses before this epic verse. And Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives, Hela and Nara. Nara bore Ahazuham. <laughs> I think I said that right. Heifer, Temeni, and Hashatara, Kalabahashatah. What? <laughs> Read that. What it? <laughs> listen, listen. I'm doing this on purpose because it's just from 1 Chronicles chapter 1, that's all you get. 1 Chronicles chapter 2, that's all you get in the whole chapter. And this was the son of this guy, and this was the son of this person, and this, was of this, person and this was the daughter of this person, and this was this person. No explanation, oh God, of any person, just write the name down. But when the writer got to Jabez, he said, I'm going to break protocol, and I've got to tell you about this man, Jabez. And there's only two verses dedicated to him. I've read stories that even uh, um, rabbis were asked, can you tell me any more about Jabez? You know how there's more on um, Enoch. There's more on Enoch in the, in the Bible and other f- things. And the and Jewish rabbi goes, only in two verses, in First Chronicle 4. That's all you hear about Jabez. But watch this. So all this boring literature, right? And all of a sudden, look at verse 9. Are you ready? This is where I'm going to land. Now Jabez, now remember, he was just supposed to be Jabez, son of this, period. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Everybody say more honorable. And his mother called his name, Jabez, saying, prophesied his name, because I bore him in pain. I'm going to get to that today. But she named her son Pain. That's for next week. Because we can be a self fulfilling prophecy of the names that people give us. And and her mother called him Jabez because I bore him in pain. Look at verse 10. Then, as he became an adult, obviously several years passed from 9 to 10. Jabez then called on the God of Israel. Now, I want you to see this from the eyes of the historian. He's breaking protocol right now. He's, he's breaking protocol. He's saying, you've got to listen about this man. Something about this man was highlighted by the Holy Spirit to the writer of Chronicles to break protocol, of just listing names, and said, God, he called on the God of Israel, oh, that you would bless. Now, listen, me indeed. I want you to read that slowly. And enlarge my territory. If we prayed this prayer in America we would think that we were selfish because five items in this prayer list for them was about himself. One of them was for others. Lord that you would bless me indeed, you enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, and that I may not cause pain. Ooh, boy that's so deep right there. Why would he say that? That's another that's another time. Why would he pray that i don 't want to cause pain. His name was pain. Watch this, and God granted what He requested. Then it goes for another four chapters. Just boring listing. Why did it do that? Because I believe the the, the life and the uh, the principles of this scripture will unlock keys of blessings and favor in a supernatural way to those who apply it. Because listen, this scripture right here are principles to believe, to receive, and to live. To to believe, to receive, and to live a life extraordinarily blessed by God. Now, I want to talk about this because nowadays we're not allowed to talk about blessings that much because the prosperity gospel has kind of uh, tainted the word blessing. And I don't want to get too much into it because that's for next week. But the Bible says that God, he prayed, oh, that you would bless me indeed. You know what that means? Very much. Not only bless me, bless me very much, Lord. Bless me. I need your blessing. Now watch this. What does the word "bless" means in Hebrew? I'm going to break it down. The word blessing, when it comes term blessed or bless me, when Jabez cried out, and I'm not going to focus on this a lot. I just want to give you an intro of that. It's okay to ask God to bless you. We only have a singular view of blessing in the Western world. The singular view of blessing is what? Come on. Money, material things. And you know what? Sometimes God, I I felt this yesterday. Sometimes the Lord will bless you with a new promotion because you've been faithful. And we can't deny that. We can't drift off into false humility and not ask God for the blessing. The question should not be, should I ask for a blessing? The question should be, what does blessing mean? Watch this. What does blessing mean? Watch this. I'm going to tell you. It means, and I'm quoting To humbly receive the virtue of someone. The virtue or qualities, in this case, of God. To receive the affirmation of God. That's blessing. How many want the affirmation of God? How many want the virtue of God? Come on, come on, that's three people. How many want the goodness of God on you? That's the blessing of God. The attributes of God. The virtues of God. The characteristics of God. Listen, listen. The strength, watch this now, here's where the the blessing financially comes. And the favor of God. All that is under the word, bless me. Okay? And so what we have to to realize is that if we're going to go further, is that there is keys in this scripture to unlock a life of blessing and favor of God. I'm here to boldly announce it's okay to ask God for the favor of God in your life. For the kingdom of God, not for just selfish gain, so that you can see the kingdom of God expounded, and that you will be used as an instrument to change lives. But Jabez, now watch this. Now that was my intro because I I don't want to go too big in my intro. Why do I say this? Because Jabez unlocked keys that lived the supernatural life all the days of his life. Listen to me. Expand my territory. Bless me indeed. Let your hand be with me. I'm not going to explain that today. It's going to be in the coming weeks. I'm going to explain what those things mean. Right? What does expanding your territory mean? What does your hand being upon you mean? What does me not causing pain to others mean? But before I get to that, I, this is the whole sermon today. Jabez knew a secret about walking in the supernatural blessings of God. Can I look at RCC and ask you a question? Who wants to walk in the supernatural blessings of God? Can, can, I, can I be honest with you? I'm going to be honest with you anyways. I'm tired of people thinking that Christianity means you've got to be broke all the time. Why can't we have the Holy Ghost and be blessed? Why, why can't we be blessed with the virtues of God and with finances? Why, can't, why do we believe that as Christians we can't be blessed? But Jabez knew a secret. He said, Lord, I know your virtue and I know your character. Bless me really good. That sounds like a selfish prayer. In other words, I need your blessing. I need you to bless me with goodness. I need you to bless me with your favor. I need you to bless me with some finances so I can extend your work. Jesus, we have to have a mentality change that it's okay to pray. Oh, it's not okay. Even the New Testament said, earnestly desire spiritual gifts. Earnestly desire. Well, brother, you desire God. Yes, but earnestly desire spiritual gifts. More that you may prophesy. Okay, now watch this. But he knew a secret. Everybody say secret. Before God trusted him with all this, the verse before, in verse 9, is what I'm going to talk about today. Before he even prayed, put that slide up. Put that first slide up, guys. There was this. The key to Jabez being blessed extravagantly by God before he ever prayed was this Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Oh, praise the Lord. We miss that. Look look at me. Say, Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers. Before Jabez prayed this epic prayer, the writer, the historian that broke protocol noticed something deep about Jabez. We don't know much, but I'm going to expound today on the spirit of honor. One One of the keys of the Jabez principle is understanding the spirit of honor. Because the, what is that? I'm going to share. What is that? It's not tone of voice. Because you can have a sweet tone of voice and dishonor people with your attitude and with your heart. You could do a good deed and roll your eyes and suck your teeth. And there's people nowadays that the more dishonor they display, the bigger the platform they have. In America, the, the more dishonor you have to authority, the bigger the social media following you have. And people could do something and they could do something while rolling their eyes and sucking their teeth internally or outwardly. Coming from, I'm not, I'm not promoting abuse, but coming from a hardworking Cuban family where my mother and father came from nothing, and they, and they worked to to get us food on the table and have a house of their own after leaving communistic uh, Cuba. If they asked me to do something back in the days and I rolled my eye and stuck my teeth while doing it, I'll be preaching to you without an eye or a couple teeth missing. I'll be coming with a pirate patch this morning. God is good, guys. As I learned to honor. Everybody say honor. I'm going to give you a twist. Now say this with me. Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers. Zoom in at me. What does the spirit of honor look like? Honor, I'm going to d- break it down in, in the, in the uh, dictionary, the Hebrew, and the Greek. Are you ready? Now it's not going to be in your notes. Everybody say honor. Because today, I'm going to tell you a secret that will unlock the supernatural favor of God in your life. Are you ready to hear It's walking in a spirit of honor to God, now watch this, and to other people, even if you don't like their mannerisms, even if you don't like their personality, because watch this, I'm getting ahead of myself, but there is a gift in every person's life that God has given, so that you could also receive. This self-made uh, illusion that you got to the top by yourself is an illusion. No one got to the top by themselves. You got some help. Somebody helped you along the way. The definition of honor means, watch this, dictionary. One whose reputation is highly esteemed. He, now remember, Jabez was more honorable. So what does that mean? Okay, dictionary. He was highly esteemed, watch this, and his reputation is untarnished. This is dictionary. What the definition of honor, when a reputation is untarnished. A person of superior standing, highly respected because of their character. One who displays respect for another and displays integrity and purity. That's the dictionary, right? Are are you following me? All right. Hebrew definition for honor. Everybody say honor. Means to, listen, listen. When I saw this, I laughed. To be heavy. To be weighty. Not fat. (laughs) Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I mean, I got a little, you know. When I looked it up in the Hebrew, it means to be heavy and weighty. Watch this. In splendor and glory. That's honor in the Hebrew. To be weighty, heavy, with splendor and honor and majesty and glory. And the Greek means to heighten the value of something or someone. Heighten the value of something or someone. And today I'm going to give you a revelation because we all know about honoring God, and we will touch that today. But I'm going to talk this morning of the spirit of honor and how we honor people and how it unlocks the reward of God for you. Because dishonor will shut off the floodgates of blessings that we're supposed to give to you because you dishonored a person. Oh, Lord. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17. Here we go. Here we go. 1 Peter chapter 2. I'm going to explain this. Are are you getting something this morning? Well, you're going to get even more. Trust me. 1 Peter chapter 2. Everybody look at this. Everybody say with me, honor the people. Say, love the brotherhood. Say, fear God. God." Honor the king. I'm going to say it again. Honor the people. Sorry, honor all people. Love the brotherhood. Love God. Honor the king. Now, obviously, in that time, he was uh, saying honoring the, the physical king uh, of the land. But spiritually, there's, there's, this is a recipe of a spirit of honor. When we honor people, how we treat them, and how we honor God. Jabez had a secret that the writer had to highlight because I found out by revelation that one of the most important and powerful laws we could ever recognize is the law of honor. It's, listen. One of the most, it's up there, one of the most important and powerful laws we could ever recognize is the law of honor. Listen, I've experienced great blessings in my life by honoring the prophetic word in my life. I could have said, nah, that's just from man, and sometimes it is. But there was prophetic words given to me, and I, just, and I took it as if it was God himself. And because I honored the word of God through another person, the gift of God in that person started activating in my life and open doors started happening. Open doors started happening. Listen, I don't care young people, young adults or even adults how old you get, you better still honor your father and mother because the only command that with a promise is honor your mother and father that you may live long on the earth. The whole Bible is a book of honor and the culture of honor. The whole Bible, it's up there on your screen. The whole Bible is a, listen, is a book of honor and the culture of honor. Out of the Ten Commandments, the first four commandments are about honoring God. The last six commandments are about honoring people. That's it. Did you catch that? The first four, you shall not bow down to any idol. The the, the original Ten Commandments, you shall not bow down to them or worship them. You shall love the Lord. You shall keep the Sabbath. That's honoring God. Then he shifts over. And he shifts over. You shall not steal, honoring people. You shall not covet, honoring people. You shall not bear false witness. You shall honor your father and mother. You shall not commit adultery. That's honoring other people. Oh, God. I've gotten great blessings in my life. Listen to uh, this came to me yesterday Be- when I honored what the voice of the Lord. Sometimes honor looks like uh, uh, quick obedience when you feel a a, uh, a tug in your spirit. I remember, and my wife could testify. I was in, in 2017. We were looking at a church uh, home. I didn't know that this was here, and um, I, I felt a nudge in my spirit. I'm talking about honor. Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers. What does that look like? I'm trying to explain what a spirit of honor looks like in our day. I felt the nudge of the Holy Spirit. I could have dishonored that voice and said, get behind me, devil. But the voice of the Spirit softly said so financially into this person. And it was anonymous. I didn't say, hey, bro, how you doing? I'm just giving to you. No, I did it anonymously. And this person, I needed, I needed, uh, I knew the principle of honor because the Bible says if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive a what? What's a prophet's reward? Direction. Voice of the Lord. Look it up. What does a prophet symbolize in the Old Testament and the New Testament? The voice of God. So I needed to hear from God. (laughs) And I did not know. Did not know. And we were looking at this. I remember we just looked at it. And we were like, oh, my God, this is above our league. This is like. I'm the ugly kid, and I'm getting with the prom queen. Like it is like th- 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 this is uh, seriously. I'm like, th- there's no way our six months church could get this. And I'm praying, and boldly remembers this. Janice remembers this. I sowed a seed into a prophet. Not listen, not to get a word. I just sowed a seed because the Lord says sow a seed. I honored that voice. I kid you now, I'm in, I'm in uh, lens crafters, getting my lens, and I, I get a text all of a sudden, boom. When you honor, it activates the gift in other people. I get a text. The Lord says to you, not hi, not how are you doing, not how's your day doing. The Lord tells you, me to tell you, whoo, I feel the Lord. You're currently looking at a building and you're wondering if that is the Lord. And the Lord says to you, yes. <laughs> I, I got my lenses out of lens crafters, and I went to my car, and listen, because I was saying, Lord, what a no, I mean, there's no way we can afford this. And he said, you're currently looking at something, and you're wondering if this is the house of the Lord for you. The Lord says yes. I called my wife, and she thought someone died, because I go, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so she's like, are you okay <laughs> I I was convulsing. We found the house of the Lord. She's like, Are you okay? I know now that this is gonna be ours. Now I had to fight in my faith because the devil tried to take it. But what's the what's the key? What's the key that unlocked the blessing? Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers. I honored the voice of the Lord. I honored the voice of the Lord. Then another time, I honor the voice of the Lord, right? Uh, Not to give, but I honor the voice of the Lord to do something that was kind of radical. How many know that sometimes God will speak to you to do things that doesn't make sense, and God is waiting if you honor that or not? Sometimes, even if it's uncomfortable, and going up to someone and swallowing your pride and asking for forgiveness because you've judged them and gossiped about them. You need to honor that voice. So a prophet came to me and said, you need to, we were, you guys remember, this. we were in a, a, a Popka Middle School, and we were still looking at this building, and he goes, you need, the Lord tells me, to, oh, no, 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 I, I went, I went to, I honored him, listen to me, I honored him because he invited five to ten pastors when he opened up his church, and I was the only pastor that showed up to honor him, and I told him, hey, I'm not here just as a friend, I'm here as a pastor in the city to let you know that I honor the work of the Lord. And he goes, nobody came except you. Watch this now. Watch, I'm gonna give you a key. Without me knowing it, the Spirit of God came on him on that very spot. He goes, The Lord says to you, Get into this, find the center of a papka." He goes, The Lord says, Find the center of a Papka and pour oil on the center of a papka, and as a prophetic sign that God is gonna give you the city. Now I could have said, That's just you crazy. I took that word and I found out where is the center of Apopka. So we asked the mayor at that time. We asked some people. And finally, one of the people that did it, which was the, the former owner of this place, they were in a meeting. They're like, Where is the center? Because we want to be obedient and honor the word. Jabez was more honorable. How does it do that? How did he do that? We poured, sorry, they said pour on the center. And so when they had the meeting, they said, Well, there was two centers. One of them used to be the city hall, but the city has expanded. Now, and this was five years ago, 40 years ago, the center of a Apopka is a popka Middle School where we were at. I said, what? He said, according to the map, the center. Now, this prophet didn't know that. This prophet, no, he just go, he said, find the center, pour oil on it as a prophetic sign that God was going to give you a Apopka. When we found out what the center was, it was where we were at all along. We poured that all on there, and months later, we got this building. Come on, somebody. Yes. But I've also experienced great regret for not honoring people that used to be in my life. And because I did not honor them, I cut off the blessings that were supposed to be in my life from them. There's this, there's this thing that you got to get past. No matter how you look at individual, are you ready? I'm going to make you shout. You can never receive from someone that you dishonor. Let that marinate. Let that marinate. If you're not honoring, listen, if you're not honoring people that God has put in your life, whether it's your boss, whether it's your teacher, whether it's your parents, whether it's your pastor and your leader. If you're just honoring them, you can never receive from them. Um, Trust me, you can never receive fully from them. And I'm going to show you in Scripture that it's true. Okay, Matthew chapter 10 and Matthew chapter 13 are two of the greatest Scriptures, in my opinion, that sum up the principle of honor in our lives. And I'm going to read them back to back so you know, okay? Matthew chapter 10 and Matthew 13 sum up everything that I'm trying to say when it comes to unlocking the favor and blessing of God. If you want to unlock the favor and blessing of God before you even pray, are you honorable above all your brethren? Jabez was more honorable. Now watch this. Look at Matthew chapter 10. Are you with me? This is good old-fashioned preaching here. Look. He who receives you. Now this is Jesus talking. Look at the principle of honor here, please. Look at it with an open mind. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He who receives you receives Jesus. And if you receive Jesus, you're cool with the Father. Hey, I want to be cool with the Father. Well, how are you treating this representative of God? Uh Uh-oh. If they receive you, human being, if they receive you, if they receive you, Then they receive me. And then they receive me. Watch this. They receive my father. Look at this. This is key. I'm going to say this something. I'm going to say something real good here. He receives a prophet. In the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. Do you see that your blessing sometimes is attached to the people around you? How are you treating them? How are you you talking behind their back? How are you treating people of authority? Just because they have a different personality than you. Maybe God is testing you. Maybe the things that we are wanting to receive, we're not receiving because we're not honoring people. Look at this. You should receive a profit reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's award. In other words, the reward that he carries. You're going to receive that. Do You see that. Look at this. Now, now, Now watch this. Now look at Matthew chapter thirteen in the NLT back to back. Matthew thirteen. He Jesus returned the spirit of honor. Everybody say honor. To his hometown when he taught there in his synagogue, everyone was amazed. Now wear it. Now watch this. Please zoom in at me. Zoom in. This is very key for twenty twenty two. Familiarity. Look at that. Familiarity can cancel how you receive from someone watch this watch this he returned everybody say Jesus returned to Nazareth that's his hometown he kicked it with his boys he grew up carpenter probably played some sports with them just a just one of the one of the buddies but you have to understand that are time there are time that comes where God will put someone in a position That I need and that you need. And now watch this. When he taught in the synagogue, everyone was amazed. Where does he get this wisdom and the power to do miracles? Look at the familiarity that canceled. Watch this. This is going to be good. Then they scoffed and mocked Jesus. He's just a carpenter's son. Watch this. And we may know Mary, his mother, and his brother, and James, and Joseph, and Simon, and Judas. Look at this. All his sisters live right around the corner. They live among us. Who's this guy trying to say he's God now? So you, you've grown up with someone, and then all of a sudden, they get in a position of leadership, and you can't receive from them. I had lunch with my friend Derek. Again, I, he, he's my good friend. And he, he told me, he said, I, 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 I've learned how to differentiate friendship and honoring the office. But the moment you don't, you are the one that is at a loss. The moment you get familiar, now watch this, keep that scripture up, keep that scripture up, watch this, this is the key. Look at the next verse, look at the next verse. And they were deeply offended and refused to believe Jesus. Why? Because they were familiar with him. He's one of the boys, he's not, he's not God. Come on, I've seen him grow up. And Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere. Everywhere, except in his hometown and among his own family. Glory to God. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And so he only did a few miracles because of their unbelief. Because of their unbelief. Do you realize that sometimes honor is expressed by receiving a leader? honor expressed by receiving god someone in authority receiving from them even though you may not like them or they get on your nerves look at this this, this is going to be make you shout or make me shout your reception is not the thermostat for the rest of the body of Christ put that up there guys look at that your reception of someone is not the thermostat for everybody else It's interesting that you could be under a great anointing, a great organization, a great church, under great leadership, and there's, and there's people around you getting breakthroughs, and sometimes you're not because you're not possibly honoring what God has put inside of you. Listen to me. If you, I'm, I'm going to say this real, real clearly, very clearly. If you don't walk in a spirit of honor, you shut off the blessing of God. It's like a faucet being turned off. And we walk in dishonor towards God and towards people. And towards people. You know, the, the, the Lord sees our honor. Everybody say he sees it. The, I didn't give this to the media team, but it's found in Numbers 12. Those of you who want to check me out, be a Berean. The Bereans are the ones who, who search the scripture to see if of what, of of what Paul said was true. So be a Berean and check this out. Numbers 12 verse 1. God sees honor. Honor and God sees our dishonor even in our private time. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Watch this. I'm going to get ahead of myself. But the Bible in Numbers 12. You know what it says? That watch this. That Moses married an Ethiopian woman. Uh-oh. I'm going to preach a little bit. This Hebrew man married an Ethiopian woman who had a darker skin than him. And Miriam. And Aaron, high priest. They said, Who do you think, who do you think Moses is? Coming around here talking about all this. I don't like who he married. He shouldn't marry that, that black girl. I don't like that. Started talking. Watch this. Started talking behind, dishonoring Moses and complaining behind his back. Who do you think he is? We're leaders. So I'm a high priest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And God goes, hey, hey, Moses, tell all them I want to meet all them in the front door of the tabernacle. You know what the Bible says? Watch this. In verse 3 and verse 4, and God heard it. Wait a minute. It was a private conversation between Aaron and Miriam. you got to see this. Num- numbers 12. Uh, numbers 12. Look at this. So immediately uh, in, the, in, the, in the New King James, in the New King James, the Lord. Co- the, uh, is that No, start verse 1. Sorry. Start verse 1. Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman. Come on, somebody. Look at this. Whom he had mar- married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. See, God doesn't care about that. He cares about the heart. Watch this. So they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? They're gossiping about Moses. Let me tell you, if you're receiving gossip and you're complaining about gossip and you're receiving gossip from someone else, you just partook in gossip yourself. If someone comes up to you and says, hey, this person has been talking about you, and you, and you get all mad, and you start talking about that person, see, you know, Pastor George, there's gossip in this church. Well, you just received someone, and I always tell a person that comes to me and they said, hey, this person said that they were talking about me. And you know what I say to them? Have you talked to that person? Well, no, a reputable source told me that he, she was talking about me. Well, have you talked to her? And let me tell you, the body of Christ is quick to point out gossip to people, but we receive gossip all the time. She said that? I can't believe that. I can't do it. And all of a sudden, without ever talking to the person, we already have formed an image of that person in our mind. They have two and a half strikes against uh, them every time we see them. But we never talk because we're dishonoring. Now watch this. Watch this. So they said, has the Lord indeed spoken through Moses? Has he not spoken through us? Watch this, guys. Read this slowly. And the Lord heard it. He heard the dishonor. Now look at me. Zoom in on me here. I'm not going to read the whole scripture because of time, but you know what happened? Mo, uh, God says, "Hey Moses, get everyone in the front door of the tabernacle." <laughs> that, that's that's rare. Usually, have you have to go to the holy of holies. God was like, "I ain't going to wait till they go in the holy of holies. I'm going to go in the front door here." And then you know what God said? you know what God told called, told them and said, "Hey, listen, you three, I want you to stand before me." Then he started speaking. He goes, "Don't you see that I speak to Moses face to face? He's my servant." He's, he's not, I don't love him more than you, but I've, watch this, I've placed him in a specific role, whether you like it or not. Oh, that's good. Whether you like it or not. I am so glad, I am so glad that Paul the Apostle said to the Corinthians, there's not many prudent among you, there's not many wise among you. (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine a good speaker say, hey, there's not many wise here in RCC. You're not, you're not really good looking here at RCC. And there's not a lot of prudent people. But then, then, then he says, But God is choosing the weak things of the world to confound the wise. Hence, that's why I have a microphone. I may not be who you think should be up here, but I'm the one who God told to be up here. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This is kind of funny. So so God told, told Moses, hey, and Aaron and Miriam, hey, you have no fear of God. You talk behind their back. You're dishonoring my servant. So you know what? Because you don't like black, I'm going to turn you white. <laughs> Read it for yourself. said, you don't like black? I'm going to turn you white. Miriam became white as snow. Read it in Numbers chapter 12, verse 8 and 9. Suddenly leprosy came upon Miriam. And Moses had to pray so that leprosy would leave. Don't tell me that God does not see how we dishonor people in private. There's a blessing attached to honor, but there's also a negative consequence attached to dishonor. Your obedience should not be determined by how you like a person. Your obedience, your humility to serve should not be determined by the person's mannerisms, your boss. your Listen, if you honor the Lord where you are at, God will promote you. But if you keep complaining and you dishonor, you will not receive what Jabez received. Before Jabez prayed, the historian said, he was more honorable than everyone here that I just listed. Woo! Put this, 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 this uh, note down. Dishonor shuts down what God puts in other people for you. Woo! Say this after me. Say, dishonor shuts down what God puts in other people for you. Do you remember when Jesus, this sounds rude, right? When Jesus was teaching, he was in his role now. I told people uh, that my friend some of my friends I'm like listen you never receive from me if you look at me in the old way I'm not that I'm more than you not that I'm better than you I'm a different person there's a different mantle on me I'm not just your buddy George all the time when I step into this office I am your pastor Jesus was ministering and his mom was outside and said and they said hey um your mom's outside waiting for you what do you say who's my mom Who's my mother? Who's my brother? You are my mom. You are my daddies. Could you imagine in our society how rude that would sound? But he wasn't dishonoring his mother. In that moment, he was operating as the son of God. And his mom knew that she had to honor that. Come on, say amen. This honor closes off us off to whatever God has given another person and we could and we can miss out whoever we honor will release the gift of God that is in them additionally here's one of the secrets that I found and we're going to get ready to close i found in Matthew 13 another secret about honor or about say honor that honor is attached to your faith listen to this i'm going to give you a revelation in Matthew 13 you read it where it says they did not honor him in his hometown as God. They didn't see Jesus as God. They saw Jesus as friend and buddy. And then the very next verse is this. When he said, a prophet is not honored except in his own house. You know what he said next? And he could not do any miracles because of their lack of faith. So he, he ties a lack of faith with dishonor. A lack of faith equals Dishonor towards the Lord. A lack of faith for him to get you through. Come on, say amen. It's quiet in this Baptist church. I want the worship team to get up here. Are you getting something this morning? Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers. A spirit of honor is, how, is attached to how we treat God and how we treat people. Especially, especially people that God has placed around you. And especially the, um, especially people of, uh, in authority. Your boss. Your parents. Come on. Sometimes your friends. Your business partner. Your pastors. Your leaders. They're not better than you. But God has placed them over the sheep so that they could give the word of God. What you have to do is learn how to honor despite your experience level. (laughs) What do you mean by that? Some of you may have gone to theological schools and have been serving the Lord for 50 years, and that may say, give you a right to dishonor people that are in authority over you in the church. Well, that's not going to get you the blessing of God. Come on, say amen. amen. Say amen. So, why am I saying this? Because, and I'm gonna close with some of these points, developing a spirit of honor starts in the attitude of the heart. Developing a spirit of honor. What is a spirit of honor? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust on some toes here, okay? You allow me to dishonoring a spirit of honor is showing up five minutes early, not ten minutes late to church. No, 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 I'm serious. Uh, a, a spirit of honor is you're honoring the work of the Lord, leaders and people. You're coming here on time. When your boss or your leader says something for you to do, and you do it, and you do it with a, a, a snappy attitude, God is saying, you already dishonoring, because honor starts at the heart. Do you know that you could do a righteous deed and still be dishonorable? Look at what the Bible says in Matthew. Look at this. Are you ready? In Matthew chapter 15, verse 8 in the NLT. Oh, come on, say about my attitude. Come on, say, I got to check my heart. Come on, say, I got to check my heart. All all you old school, say, I got to check myself before I wreck myself. What, seriously now, please, please listen. What is the attitude right now while I'm preaching to you? Is it, check your heart. What is your attitude towards leadership? What is your attitude, honor starts in the heart just because you're more experienced than others doesn't give you a right to dishonor someone. God sees it, and God heard it. Watch this. I'm almost closing. Put that scripture up in Matthew 15, guys, verse 8. Jesus said, these people honor me, thats that word honor, with their, listen, listen, with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They honor me with their lips, but their heart's not there. Who is it that we are honoring with our lips? Are we honoring God with our lips, but our heart is not with him? Are we honoring people with our lip service and eye service, but then turn around and say, I, I just can't stand the way he does things or she does things? Do we turn around and talk about our spouse, our friends, our church, our chur- our, our business with an honorable attitude? Jabez had a secret. Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers. Jesus said, these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far, far from me. Listen, listen, I'm going to close with this. You need to listen. I know there's a lot of messages out there that I've heard. I've even preached myself. There's a lot of messages out there that speak on the time to leave because you're not getting fed because that pr- I've seen so many people even even say things. Well, I, I'm leaving because uh, 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 they can't take me to where I'm going to go. Well, have you ever seen the reverse? Maybe we can't. Maybe we can't do it together. L- listen, 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 listen. We need to start speaking about people staying instead of people leaving. A part of honor is when you could stay when all hell's breaking loose. A part of honor is when you are in the trenches with your ministry, with your business, with your family, and your family's on the brink of splitting up. It's easy to bail. But are you fighting for your family? Are you staying? And the Lord recently, offered well, I feel the Holy Spirit here. The Holy Spirit recently told me when I was reading honor, honor, honor. He was more honorable. I go, Lord, I want to be more honored. And the Lord said, start blessing people that have honored you and stayed with you for a long time. During the hard seasons of your life. During the tough seasons of the ministry. When people left and some people said, I'm with you. I'm going to build this thing together. And the Holy Spirit put people in this church, and you're here today. And I released financial uh, blessings, not not because I wanted you to say thank you to me. It's because God says, I want you to walk in the spirit of honor. Honor those who've been with you in the trenches. Honor those who have not left. Honor those who said, you know what? I have a right attitude. I'm going to serve. I'm going to be holy. And I'm going to stay. And you know what I told them? I said, if you're with me in the trenches, you're with me when I collect the spoils from the enemy. You know, the Bible says when Israel fought, some of them, they had losses. But when they fought and they won, the Bible says in, in Jericho, there was gold all over. Everyone on the floor was dead. And they picked up the spoils from the enemy. And I began to sow seeds into people. Ooh have honored me, watch this now, watch this now, I'm going to close with this, your blessing is tied into sometimes how you honor people, your blessing, when I, listen, when I left Ohop, God is my witness, I did not hide anything from my pastor, it was awkward yes but I didn't hide anything, I did not want to dishonor, with everything in me I did not want to dishonor and I remember, this is a true story, when we, we need, when we needed thousands of dollars, we were only months away. I told all my leaders that were following me, You still better tithe to the church that we're in. Do you know how hard it is? I'm just being transparent. When we need thousands of dollars and I'm tithing to my local church who I'm about to exit, why? Because I wanted the reaping of honor. Watch, I kid you not, God is my witness. I went four months after I started the church and we were exploding. We were exploding, if you remember. I just walked by somebody. Just walked by somebody. And he goes, hey! This guy had a super uh, accurate prophetic gift. He goes, hey. And he pointed at me, he goes, I see the Lord blessing you with favor. I see the Lord blessing your ministry with rapid favor. And I humbly said, yes, I'm humbled by it. Listen, please listen, you're going to miss it. He points to me. I'll never forget. He points to me. when He goes, do you know why? <laughs> I mean, when someone says that, you're not, you're not going to know what to answer. I go, I, I don't know why. He goes, the Lord tells me to tell you because you honored your previous place. He said, you did it well. Do you, you don't understand how that, what meant, that meant to me, because there was some chatter. They didn't tell me, but I could tell there was chatter. There's always chatter when you transition. Anytime you transition, someone's going to talk about you. I'm going to say that again. Anytime you transition, someone, your real friends that you thought were your real friends are not your real friends. They'll start talking about you. Well, who do you think he is? He's just trying to divide the church. And that's why I beg, Pastor, "Pastor, you need to lay hands on me. Four months later, the prophet says, the Lord says, you honored well. Listen, how you exit a season is how you enter the next one. I said, how you exit a season is how you enter the next one. I'm going I'm to leave you with this. Ruth. Everybody say Ruth. In the book of Ruth, she lost her husband. She lost her husband. And for years, she couldn't remarry. And Naomi was at the lowest point of her life. Hear me, guys. Hear me now. I'm talking about honor. She was at the lowest point of her life. And Naomi said, you know what? There's no other sons here. Why don't you just leave me? I'm going to die in misery. I'm distressed. I don't need anybody anymore. You're my daughter-in-law. Listen, you can leave. Marry other people. You know what Naomi says? She goes, no, no, no. She goes, I'm going to stick with you wherever you go. Listen, your people will be my people. Listen, and your God will be my God. No, no, no. Ruth, leave. Watch this. She honored Naomi when Naomi was at her lowest. And she stuck by Naomi. And Ruth's blessing was attached to Naomi. Because Naomi had a kindred family, come on somebody, named Boaz. And little did Ruth know that by sticking and being honorable to Naomi in her low season, when she finally got to Jerusalem and Israel, guess what happened? Ruth found the family member of Naomi named Boaz, and Boaz was handsome, and Boaz was rich, and Boaz was influential. And Ruth, blessings, was attached to Naomi because she honored that woman. She honored that woman and stayed with her, and she got the marriage of her life. She got redemption. It's so easy to quit, so easy to run. But where are those who stay? Where are those who honor? Jabez was more honorable than all his people. Where are those who stay and honor the Lord? Yes, I know there's timing to leave. Always there's timing to leave. But where are the people that says, I'm going to build with you. i want to stay with you during the hard times. No, we're not going to split this marriage. No, we're not going to divorce. No, I'm going to fight for this thing. No, our son is, may, may be away from God, but we're not giving up on him. Where are the people that are staying loyal? To God and honor God and honor the people that are with them. If you don't honor your pastor, you will never receive from your pastor. If you look at me as a buddy, you'll never see me as someone of authority. You're going to be miserable. If you look at someone that is that you think is less than you, qualified than you, I guarantee you will never ever receive from them. But they have something to give. Listen, all the visitors that you should be visitors here, I'm closing. What did I used to say to you? What's my famous saying? You visitors that have been here for 4 or 5 months, and I ask you in a visitor time, I said, did God bring you here? Remember that? Did God bring you here? And you say, yes. What did I say? I say, then there's something in this house that you need, because God brought you here. But I said, if God brought you here, there's something that you have that I need. There's something that you have that I need. We need to honor God and honor people, and the reward is attached to how we honor people. Oh, hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate forth. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. We honor the Lord. Come on, stand up. We honor the Lord today. I heard the voice of the Lord very strong when I was about to complain about my affliction. And I was about to complain and I heard a voice of the Lord, just these three words. Honor the Lord. I keep hearing the honor of the Lord. It's so hard sometimes. Here's my question to you. Can bring this up, guys. Here's my question to you. Who are you failing to honor? Sometimes your blessing is attached to who you honor. The Bible says a prophet is not without honor except in his own house. Who have you been complaining about? Who have, who have we gossiped about? Have we honored the Lord in our giving? Have we honored the Lord in the promptings to get into a position of uncomfortability? How we honor the Lord by stepping into a new place that you have never seen? How have we honored people, watch this, that God has put in your life? I know from pain, listen, and pain. Some of you know my story, but I'll say it very general. But because I dishonor people in my pain, I lost their friendship for years and it hurt me and not only did I lose their friendship I lost what was attached to them for me I'm giving you something because we're in a relationship but you're giving me something too you're giving the Lord your time you're giving the Lord your finances you're giving the Lord your talents for the Lord and we're reaching it together and it took four years before I, we, me and Someone very close to me at that time reconciled, but how much did I miss? Because there was a season of this honor between both of us. I see this in the spirit. Some of your bosses are not good bosses. Some of your authority figures uh, that you're in, maybe you're an authority figure, and maybe God is speaking to you because you're not honoring your employees. You're not honoring your staff. I always go out of my way to try to honor my staff, honor people I always try to go out of my way to honor them with gift cards, thank you, it's the least I could do, it may not be a lot but it's the attitude of the heart you know why I call the Rojas in here, because they are part of my history and I wanted to honor them because they have something that we all need and you have something that we need (sighs) lift up your hands right now, come on yes Lord Let's up your hands think about this Jabez come on was more honorable how are we honoring Ruth's blessing was attached to Naomi don't leave in the hard times reconcile with people see them for who they are see the people for who they are in your life The power of Jesus was shut off because they saw him as ordinary and they had no faith. Come on, lift up your hands. Ask God, where am I falling short in the spirit of honor? Come on, I want to walk in the spirit of honor. Lift up your hands right now. Come on. Put your glory in me. I'll serve. I'll serve anywhere, Lord. Let me see your beauty, Lord. Jesus. Come on, are you honoring your spouse? Are you honoring your children? Are you honoring your bosses? God wants to bless you where you're at. God wants to expand your territory. But it starts with a spirit of honor. Honor with your giving. Come on. Honor with your yes. Honor with your words. Oh God, here we are. Jesus. All is for your glory. All is for your glory, Jesus. Your name. Your name. It's all for you, Lord. Jesus. Me anywhere, Lord. Come on, let that be your cry today. Come on. Put your glory in me. I'll serve anywhere. in honor with God and with people how we treat you and how we treat others Lord Jesus open the floodgates open the floodgates come on lift up your hands right now one more time Let the Word of God pierce you. Speak to you. Speak, Lord. Speak, Holy Spirit. All is for your glory. close your eyes real quick I feel the Holy Spirit saying this some of you say I want to walk in a spirit of honor and a culture of honor in my life I realize I haven't walked listen I hear this scripture says David said let the meditation of my heart listen and the words of my mouth listen be pleasing in your sight in other words not only what comes out of my mouth do I want it to be honorable but what never escapes my mouth that is in my heart I want that talk in my heart that never leaves my mouth to be also honorable to you where is it that you have dishonored someone by talking bad about them where is it that you have dishonored someone simply by forgetting or not doing things that uh, the Lord wants you to do where is it that we've honored people and honored God. I believe God wants to break pride this morning. Because I'm having a hard time pressing through right now. I believe God wants us to humble ourselves and grasp this Jabez principle. Jabez was more honorable. Honorable. That's why I believe God answered his prayers. I said, and God answered his prayers why because he walked in the spirit of honor who are you closing off of the gift in them that is meant for you to receive because you don't like their personality watch this who is it a test for you that you're in your in your field of work and you are not honoring your position of work or your boss and you're wanting a promotion i'm here to tell you god will not promote you if you're not honoring where you're at So today, I want to open up the altar right now. For those who say, I just want to walk in the spirit of honor. There's some things that I've learned today that I want to learn how to receive from people. Even though even though I may know more than them. Even though they rub me the wrong way. There's something that God has placed in everyone in our sphere of influence that we all need. And I feel this from, I've never said this, but I feel this from the Lord. Stop looking at people through the eyes of your past. Stop looking at your friends, at your leaders through the eyes of the past. I've had to be, if I can be honest with you, I've had to be a little stern lately with some of my leaders because I've been so gracious with them that I finally said, no. If this does not happen, I'm pulling the plug from your department. Why? Because I didn't feel honored. You want the blessing of God? start honoring God and start honoring people that God has placed around you I'm um, trust, trust me, you want that promotion stay humble and even in that boss that doesn't like you and then guess what, God is the one who promotes you you know why, the Bible says promotion does not come from the east, the west or the south, promotion comes from the Lord you want promotion honor the people honor the king you want the blessed life honor your, watch this, old school your pastors, your leaders they're not perfect, I'm not perfect but honor those that are in authority and God will bless you I want to open up the altar right now for those who say, Pastor George, close your eyes I want to walk in a spirit of honor I don't care what it takes learn from my mistakes please, I'm telling you, I've made mistakes I've dishonored friends and I viewed them only as friends and I dishonored their office and I got cut off from the, the gift of God that I was benefiting from, from just brotherhood And it took years to restore that thing. If you're offended at your leader, at your boss, you will never receive from someone that you dishonor. Say that with me. Say that with me. I will never receive from someone that I don't respect. Do you know why some of you feel that you're not getting fed and everybody else is getting fed? Maybe it's because you don't see me in a certain way. I've had to be distant from people because the familiarity has caused people to not honor the word or something that I would ask. If you're rolling your eyes when I say something or or when your boss says something or your parents say something, that's a dishonorable spirit and God will not bless that. Remember, Miriam and Aaron had a private conversation about Moses. It wasn't a public one. And the Bible says God heard it. Who are we dishonoring? That we've blocked the blessing of God. If you say, Pastor George, I want to walk in the spirit of honor. There's some areas in my life I want to walk in that spirit of honor, especially with people that God has placed around me. Lift up your hands. Come on, lift up your hands. I see it all over this place. I'm, I'm lifting my feet up too. Come on. I want to walk in a spirit of honor. I feel this from the Lord. Some of you need to go back to to certain relationships and get things right with them so that you can be blessed in this season. If you've dishonored somebody in the way that you left, in the way that you treated them, how do you think God's going to treat you in this season? Make sure that you have the blessing of God. When Pastor Carlos sent me out for weeks, I said, please lay hands on me. I felt like a little baby kid. He's like, why? He goes, because in the eyes, I said, because in the eyes of the people, I want them to know that we're together. He goes, we are together. He goes, I go, I know, but I want the people to know that this is not a church split. So he, I, I was like this, and he laid hands on me. He affirmed me in front of the people. That's why my season is blessed. Come on, we're going to worship. I know this is a, a, a weird altar, but I want to open the altar. Come on, get out of your seats. Just stand before the Lord. Come on, open up. Get out of your seats and say, Lord, I want a spirit of honor. Come on, I want, a sp- I want to walk in honor. Come on, I want to walk in the spirit of honor. God, I'm going to ask for forgiveness of how I treated people, how I treated people today. I want to get it right. I want to get it right. Come on, I want to walk in honor. Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. Lift it up, lift it up. Jesus come on just present yourself before the Lord have you honored your parents have you honored your bosses have you honored people in authority come on we stand in agreement with you Lord promotion comes with honor before honor comes humility yes Lord altar workers I want you to begin to pray altar workers I want you to get to pray come on I want you to hold hands with someone I want to ask you a question I want you to pray ask yourself, close your eyes we're going to close with this some of you in your seats you need to come up but it's okay ask yourself the attitude of your heart Have you honored your spouse, come on, with your words? Have you honored your boss with your faithfulness? Remember, you're not doing it unto him. The Bible says, don't do anything with eye service, but all things for the glory of God. Your promotion is coming. Your blessing is coming. But it's attached to how you honor people that God has placed in your life. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Who are you talking about in private? So, Lord, right now, we ask that we walk in the spirit of honor. Come on, just say it in your own words. I want to walk in the spirit of honor with my wife, children, children, teenagers. Walk in the spirit of honor with your parents. Walk in the spirit of honor. God is looking, God is seeing, God is watching. Learn how to see other people's callings and celebrate them instead of criticizing them. Church, we need more celebration than criticism. We celebrate the gift. We celebrate the office. So now, Lord, I pray that you would reopen the faucet of blessing that's attached to honor. Your word says, if we receive a righteous person, In the name of a righteous person, we receive the righteous person's reward. Your reward system is attached to a code of honor. Woo! How did you leave your previous church? How did you leave your previous job? How did you leave your previous friendship? Is there something on hold because of dishonor? Go make it right. And I guarantee you, once you honor God and honor people. God's blessing is attached. Look at me. One last thing. We're Ruth in this building. There's a Naomi that God is wanting us to stick by. Maybe it's your ministry. Maybe it's your church. Maybe it's your family. It's easy. It's easy to be your friend when everything's good. But are you? Are you the friend? when trouble hits or do you flee and go to a better friend same same place of honoring your home honor listen watch this with your tithes honoring God honoring God with your money with your mouth ask yourself this one question then we're gonna close who have I dishonored in my life due to familiarity or due to me not liking their personality. Two things. Two things. Who have I dishonored in my life that may be a friend, maybe a co worker, maybe a person of leadership? Who have I dishonored because of personality, because of mannerisms that I need to honor? I can't get this out of my spirit, so please forgive me. You won't receive from me. I'm looking down, so I don't want to look at anybody, but you won't receive from me very much. You're not going to receive from me much if if you're highlighting all the critical things that I do that are wrong in your eyes. You're not going to receive, and you're going to be bored. Begin to honor who God has placed before you. I learned the lesson. I honored my pastor, I honored the prophets, and I received the blessing of the Lord. So much so, I hardly ever say this, but when we got this building, I turned to Pastor Carlos, who's my very dear friend and a spiritual father. Look at me. I said, Pastor Carlos, this building, whenever you need it, is yours. The tables were turned, and I said, you know what, now I have a beautiful building. Whenever you need these for prayer meetings. I said, I'll give it to you without cost. Why? Because He honored me. And I'm in a position to honor people. Amen? So Father, I ask Lord today, we're making wrong things right, which is okay. Come on, that's okay. We're making wrong things right. Repentance is not a bad word. It's a good thing. So today, we ask that we honor well. We honor you well. and We honor people well. And then, we're in position to reap the rewards of honor. I bless RCC, and I pray that they have a blessed week filled with the blessings and the favor of God in Jesus' name. And everyone shouted. Come on, give the Lord a big shout of praise. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise today. Hallelujah. If you're watching on home, there's also ways that you could get ministered to there. Listen, say bye to about four or five people. Come to Tuesday night prayer meetings. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. For more information about us, please visit remnantchristiancenter.com.